Howdy, folks, and welcome to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. This is the show where we look at issues, organizations, and events, but specifically through the lens of the Green Party's values of peace, justice, democracy, and ecology. On this program, we'll be speaking with Susan Emery. Susan is a longtime citizen activist on peace, justice, and environmental protection issues. And we're going to specifically focus on efforts to stop the corporate evildoer known as Monsanto. Susan Emery, welcome to A Green Way Forward. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. So, Susan, I have the opportunity of knowing you personally and knowing your work as a Green Party activist. I know that, for example, you've been very instrumental in the Nevada County Green Party. I know that you are now recently a delegate to the Green Party of the United States National Committee representing California. But I'd love to know a little bit about you, the person, and allow the viewers, listeners of A Green Way Forward to know about who you are. How did you come to do the kind of work that you do, and why do you do it? Well, I'm a mother, so I've got two kids, and they inspire me every day. They're they're grown young adults now. Um, but growing up, I just looked around me, and I, I used to run a restaurant. I owned a restaurant, and we really went organic with everything. Um my husband ran for Congress in 2010 and in our little, in our district and ran against a Democrat and a Republican. And he did quite well as a green. Um, but that really opened my eyes to the inequalities in the political system itself. So, um, we activated our Nevada County Green Party at that time. And since then, we've just been trying to chip away at the, um, establishment corporate parties. And one of the things that uh, you and the your colleagues at the Nevada County Green Party here in California have done is to really go deep and hard on issues and do it as Green Party members. Can you talk a little bit about the approach to movement work and electoral work uh, that you're doing and what can we learn from that? Well, um, you know, we have an active group that goes out to Beale Air Force Base and we protest the drones um, every month. They're out there. And that was started through our Green Party. Um, we're, we're, we just try to activate and, and educate people. And in fact, last a week ago on Friday, Ben and I, my husband, were at the high school talking with the high school seniors. So we spoke to 300 seniors that day and talked about the Green Party and what it does, what it means to be a green and what the political climate is out there. So um, I think every voice matters at this point. And it's a very exciting time to be alive. Um, it's kind of like having a splinter in your finger. There's a paradigm shift that's coming and we're hoping it's going to come quicker. As soon as you pop that splinter out of your finger, it feels better, you know, and, and you're able to go and, and, and do stuff. So, um, you know, and then there's the, the forgiveness. I, I see that forgiveness is the soil um, that grows the next round of, of good. So we, we need to all pop our stars out and feel better and move forward. And one person can make a huge difference. I've definitely learned so that. You've said so much, Susan. So I want to sort of uh, tease out a couple of things. Uh, one, you talk about a paradigm shift. Can yes. you explain a little more about what you mean by that? Sure. 
um, you know, we see things, we all have our, our lens that we grew up with. We all have a, a lens that whether we're white males, white females, you know, African-Americans, we all have a certain lens that we're seeing the world through. Um, there is a paradigm. There is a shift coming. It's a big shift. And you can, you can talk with the native cultures. They all understand it. They've been projecting this as going to be happening for a while. Um, I think even our military knows it. there's a, there's a shift that's coming. Um, and so, I think we need to get out of this industrial revolution, which is not serving us as an environment. We're, we're killing mother earth. We got to have to stop extracting and go back and learn how to live um, more on the land, more, um, you know, not in our grand castles, but um, less is more. I, I really believe that less is more. And the more that we can, um, stop pillaging and dominating the world. And um, it's a part of the Green Party to be decentralized. So we all have to look at our local communities. Our local communities are very important. And in Nevada City, we have quite um, uh, a strong group of people that are working to make a better uh, Nevada County. So. so Susan, I appreciate how in the context of describing uh, the paradigm shift, you were you were broad, you were universal, uh, you were conceptual. And then even in your own answer, you brought it down to the local community and in a very concrete sort of way. So I'll take that opportunity to ask and explore a bit. You mentioned that you and your husband, Ben, who had run for Congress, uh, go to high schools within that district and, and speak. And in one uh, one of the times you spoke to as many as 300 students. Can you be more specific about how you did that? Because I've heard that uh, work that y'all do, and I really want to encourage other Greens to think about how they can replicate what you're talking about. So would you walk us through sort of what that means and how you did it? Yeah, it's great. We've been doing it for, let's see, um, almost 10 years now. And we go in and we represent the Green Party because they allow, especially right now in the fall, you have campaigns going on. And there are um, a group of kids that are part of the AP government classes, and they need 10 hours of campaign work that they have to do. that is in California, and I think Correct. in other places as well, AP stands for Advanced Placement. placement. So you're Correct. saying that in California, Advanced Placement government students actually need to yes. log a certain number of campaign hours. Correct. Correct. And it can be any kind of a campaign. Um, years ago, we did a plastic bag ban. So that was our, pla- the Green Party of Nevada County led our plastic bag ban. So it was through a senior that wanted to do her senior project. And we just expanded on that. So actually, I, I garnered two kids to work on their senior senior project last Friday. One wants to ban glyphosate in our county, and the other one wants to ban um, plastic bottles. So um, it's just a matter of we contact the high school, the teachers. They know us now, and they love it when we come in. So we spoke to five classes with 60 kids in each class. And um, throughout the day, we just keep presenting to them and, and showing them that there, there are options out there and they are the future and they're happy to hear that. It's, it's, like I said, it's an exciting time to be alive and it's really up to them. So, um, I, I really feel there's, and so if, 
if if a viewer listener of this podcast yes. wanted to replicate that Mm-hmm. How would they do it? Do they contact their local school board? Do they contact a local teacher? Do they contact the principal of the school? How do they actually do it? They would find. So we started doing this when our kids were in high school. So we contacted our local um, teachers that were teaching government classes at our local high school. And then we went on to other high schools. So we went throughout the county and spoke to many schools. So what you do is you go to the school you find out who is teaching the government classes and you contact them directly as a representative of the Nevada of the Green Party. And actually, um, Ben Emery, my husband, did write up a, a outline for presenting. He talks about getting money out of politics. You know, he talks about move to amend and getting money out of politics. It's always about following the money. Every, 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 every issue comes down to money. So that's what he talks about most. Folks, you're watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. We're speaking with Susan Emery, a mother, citizen activist, and longtime advocate for peace, justice, and environmental issues. She does her work out of Nevada City in Nevada County, California. And I do want to make sure Susan, that we turn some attention to the Monsanto action and the shutdown Monsanto work that you're engaged with, with other of your colleagues. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So um, typically we shut down Monsanto in May. It's a worldwide event. There's, there's activists around the world in May shutting down Monsanto. We were exhausted this May because in 2017, May, we were arrested. Ten of us were arrested at the Monsanto uh, Seed Biotech Plant in Woodland, California. And this was the first year out of the last 10 years or so that we've been shutting down Monsanto that they actually did arrest. And we, we put it down to the fact that Bayer has bought Monsanto. So the two conglomerate seed companies have formed one huge um, corporation. So 10 of us were arrested last year and it took us, we took the, we decided to take the case to court. We could have settled out of court. It could have been easy and done with, but we really wanted the publicity. We wanted to um, bring um, justice forward and to show what was doing. So we really wanted a platform. So it took 10 months and it ended up that the um, case was dismissed. Um, but, and, and so basically we won. We didn't have to pay any fines, nothing. So we are now ready. We're geared up. We're arrested October 15th in Woodland, California, the largest biotech seed plant in the world. We are planning a shutdown. Um, we start early. We're asking people to arrive at 445. Um, but really we're probably not going to do too much until about six o'clock in the morning. So if anyone can show up by six o'clock, sunrise is at seven ten. The, the company operates on a 24 hour system. So we're not exactly sure when the, the, the employees come in and out, but we're pretty sure it's between six and seven. And, um, we actually will be shutting down the, uh, company and, but, we have, it's a really a fun day. We have puppets, we have giant corns, we have bees, we have hazmat suits, we have music. 
Um, we have spoken word. We're going to open the day with a prayer. Uh, the Native American community is supporting us and we'll have a morning prayer. Um, it's very nonviolent and nobody has to get arrested. Um, there will be people blocking and risking, but um, we, we have legal observers. So it's a very safe um, environment. And like I said, it's, it's very nonviolent. Susan Emery, one of the things that I've been impressed uh, with this action is the strategic way that you describe the opportunity to both educate and activate people and also escalate tactics. So I'm going to ask you, without divulging any of the internal strategic questions that you're making around that, uh, how you go about deciding how to do this action, because this action is actually part of a larger campaign, isn't it? Correct. Absolutely. It's a worldwide campaign. So um, us locally, this is the biggest biotech facility. There's about six or seven entrances into this biotech plant. So it's very hard to um, shut all those areas down. And in past years, they've sent their employees to a side gate. So we have to be ready with cars and, you know, getting people to move to the different, um, the gates to shut it down. Um, it's, it's empowering. Um, it really is empowering. I, I don't want to scare anybody. It's, it's not a scary thing. It's actually putting your voice and, and, um, getting out there in front of people. We have some great signs this year. We've done a lot of Ananda Shiva, um, quotes and, um, We want to have people along the highway educating the public as they're driving by. Folks, you're watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb, speaking with Susan Emery from Nevada County, California Green Party, specifically about Shutdown Monsanto. If you have any comments or questions that you'd like to pose to Susan Emery, please, if you're watching live on Facebook on the live stream, type in your comment or question. Uh, and executive producer Michael O'Neill will get that to me and I'll get it uh, to Susan directly. You mentioned some signs, Susan, and I know you've got some to show us. So why don't you give us, say, three of the of your top favorites and let's see what you got. Okay, you got it right here. All right. Here's the first one. So the very first one says our children are not science experiments. And of course, we see the Green Party international symbol of the sunflower on the back. It says people and planet over profit with the international peace symbol. And of course, people and planet over profit being the rallying cry of the Green Party and specifically of the Jill Stein campaign. That's that's an old sign. We we have many signs that we just keep painting over. So we we reduce, reuse, and we recycle all the time. Fantastic. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. (laughs) The next one says genetic engineering has never been about saving. You'll have to pull it back because I can't read the next oh, year. Oh, about saving? The world. It's about controlling the world, says Vandana Shiva. Yes. Okay. And here's just a really quick, quick one. Sorry to bother you. Monsanto to poisoning your Cheerios. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> So, Susan, I really appreciate the level of humor and creativity and art 
that you're bringing into this action. I want to give you a chance to repeat for both Facebook live stream viewers who are watching live and also those listening to the podcast, where can they go to find out how to engage and touch down with this action? Sure. Um, we have a Facebook page. It's called the um, Anti-Monsanto Project. Again, the Anti-Monsanto Project is the Facebook page. Um, and you'll, I think you have to ask to join the group. So please ask to join the group. And then in that Facebook page, there are events. And in the events, we have the um, Monsanto shutdown event, which is October 15th. So it's a week from today, um, 6 o'clock in the morning. We're hoping to see you there in Woodland. We're encouraging people to carpool. If you're in Nevada County, we have um, a Facebook on our Nevada County Facebook page. We have a um, carpool meetup to, to go down to Woodland. It's about an hour and a half from us. So, Susan, several folks have taken the invitation to write in with comments or question. Christopher writes in to say, ask the question, are you saying industrialization will be replaced by industrial organic? So what are the parameters of organics to the masses? Sure. What we'd like to do, Monsanto says they're trying to feed the world with their genetically modified crop. That's totally false. They're trying to control the seed population. They are trying to take over the seeds. What they, uh, these GMO seeds are terminator seeds. So they, a farmer, if they're using GMO Monsanto um, seeds, they can they cannot collect seeds and replant the next year. They have to buy another bag from Monsanto. So um, we're looking for again. This is in our Green Party platform: uh, permaculture and uh, biodiversity. And um, yeah, so so small local agriculture. Which you know, California is in a drought, and if we do permaculture. Gardening instead of big industrialized um, farming, we're going to be holding the water in our soil a lot longer than any industrial um, output. Well, that sort of leads me to the next question because Rob writes in to say, I guess I can't be agreeing anymore if y'all are going to be anti-science. Definitely not anti-science. There's biomimicry. I totally celebrate biomimicry. That's a great thing. Um, but the genetic... So if you're going to celebrate biomimicry, you need to explain to the viewers, listeners what that is. Okay. Okay. So that's looking at our, our, our nature, our world, and um, trying to mimic that in a way that we're not hurting, we're, we're not... We're not taking genes from one um, plant and putting it in an animal. So um, when you look at these genetically modified, um, <laughs> these are things that are not found in nature. So you have, okay, just one weird example, which I've, I've learned of. Um, goats are being injected with spider genes, so they produce more milk. Um, these... The genetically modified food is something our body does not recognize. Our body, it's like corn syrup. You know, we have obesity that's happening right now. Um, there's gene mutations going on that our bodies do not recognize. And because of that, um, it's causing us to be 
the least healthy we've ever been in the history of mankind. The last 30 years, genetically modified corn and soy was introduced in 1996, so 22 years ago. Our health has declined significantly since 1996. And I think it's interesting that uh, you're actually citing studies, scientific studies that are critiquing the corporatization of our food production and distributions mechanisms. So, Rob, I'll take head on uh, and and say explicitly and clearly the Green Party is not anti-science. In fact, on the basis of any reasonable interpretation of objective scientific inquiry and methodology and various modalities – we think that the best approach using the scientific uh, modalities is to recognize the interconnectedness of life itself and apply the precautionary principle uh, to uh, the work that we do. Susan, would you share with us what the precautionary principle is? Sure. The precautionary principle is especially used during for GMOs. And what it is, is if it's not proven to be 100% safe, then we have to acknowledge that and put that out so people can make their own decisions. It's using precaution and not not saying that something is safe. Monsanto has been ghostwriting much of its research. And actually, there was an article that showed up in Bloomberg News just today. Um, It was an article from 2015 when the World Health Organization determined that glyphosate was a... um, possible carcinogen that was ghostwritten by scientists paid from Monsanto. And that was actually acknowledged just today. Now, uh, Dee writes in to ask, please talk about how we can support the project, even if we can't attend the actual event. Okay. You know what? That's a great question because we actually do have a GoFundMe and it is, um, I, I wrote it down. I'm just looking for the right thing. Uh, it's under GoFundMe, Anti-Monsanto Project Expenses. And so um, it's a very low number, but we haven't reached it yet. So if you would like to fund us that way, that would be good. We're also asking people to tweet it out Um I don't have a Twitter. I don't have the Twitter account number because I don't tweet. Um, But we do have a Twitter account and we're trying to get young people all over the world um, to join in and um, try to share it. So if you go to the anti-Monsanto project and can share our post and just educate people and let them know that we're, we're doing it. Um, If you know anybody in California that can make it, that's great. And um, just keep following because we'll, we'll do another one um, next spring. Joe writes in to say, Susan and anyone and everyone in California, please pressure the League of Women Voters in Oakland to post the Barbara Lee, Laura Wells debate podcast link, which took place last Friday. Susan, do you know what they're talking about? If not, I've got uh, some more details, but I'd love to hear from you as a Green Party of California organizer. Yes, I did. I got to watch that in the the comfort of my own home. I I turned that on and I did watch the debate between Barbara Lee, who is undeniably the most progressive Democrat in um, in the House right now. 
but she ran unopposed in the Berkeley, Oakland area. And so Laura Wells went in as a write-in vote and she is now running as a green against Barbara Lee. So it's very exciting. We have actually three greens and that was actually going back to our going to the high schools. When I talked to the, um, the, uh, government teachers, I said, green, three greens in the house. We have three greens running for the house of representative in California. So it's a, it's an exciting time. Again, this paradigm shift, if we could get three greens in the house that totally changes the dialogue in Washington because they, people have to recognize the greens. That would be a, a wonderful thing. And I really want to encourage folks to go to learn more about and help to support via social media, the campaigns of Kenneth Mejia, yes. Rodolfo Cortez Berrigan, and Laura Wells, each of whom are on the general election ballot in California. And get this, folks, it's just a Democrat versus a Green in each <laughs> one of those races. There is no Republican in the race, meaning that there is no spoiler impact or spoiler effect at all. Of course, we as Greens reject the very notion that our participation is spoiling anything. But in this case, in these general elections, in these three races, a Democrat versus a Green, that's it. So you get the opportunity to vote out a corporate Democrat in two of those races and vote in a genuine progressive. And in the Barbara Lee versus Laura Wells case, you have the most progressive member of the United States Congress being challenged from her left as a way to push even further and to show Barbara Lee that she can go even further and even deeper to her calls for transformational change. I also want to uh, give you a chance to respond to Carlos, who writes in to say, we need to remove the right to patent any form of life. Seeds belong to the commons. Your thoughts? Amen. Yes, I think that's in our, our green platform. I'm pretty sure that's part of our plank that we um, there needs to be no patenting of seeds. I totally agree. Farmers need to be free. We actually I'm actually a member of GMO Free Nevada County where we are trying to make add another thousand square miles to the already thirteen thousand plus square miles in California that are genetically modified organism free. So we have seven counties um, in California that have, have taken that bold step. So yes. Amen. Thank you, Carlos. Fantastic. Susan, Emery, our time has flown by. I want to give you an opportunity for any final thoughts. Sure. You know, one thing I just want to say, um, we think about cancer, we think about the increased rates of cancer. Glyphosate, um, which is the active ingredient in Roundup, um, at one part per trillion of glyphosate, that causes cell division, which is the, de- the um, definition of cancer is increased cell division. So Nevada County, we have a huge rate of breast cancer. So I just want to, you know, caution everybody, please do not use Roundup. Do not um support the corporate monies that are have been lying to us and um, giving false statements. Um, actually, there's a really quick, there's a, um, 
um, a French toxicologist, and he sued Monsanto for forging his name on a one of their false studies, and he won. And he, it took all his money, it took all his time, but he's a hero right now. And and these hero stories are just coming more and more in the news today. 9,500 lawsuits pending against Monsanto for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. A lot of them are farmers that are stepping up. So um, the word is getting out. So October the people's, the, the people's fight against corporate Monsanto continues. I want to thank you, Susan Emery, for the work that you're doing, for the work that you're doing specifically in this case in the – Monsanto shutdown project, and also for all the work you're doing as a peace and justice and environmental activist and as a Green Party organizer. I also want to thank executive producer Michael O'Neill, who provides all of the assistance, technical help, and otherwise literally makes this program go. And he does this as an unpaid volunteer even as he is serving as the campaign manager for Howie Hawkins' historic run for governor on the Green Party ticket in the state of New York, where Howie is fighting to defend the Green Party ballot line. And lastly, I want to thank you, the viewer listener. Thank you for your participation. Remember that we know our audience is growing and it's growing because of people like you. Please make sure to share this on your own personal Facebook page. Share this link on any Facebook pages that you manage. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, please make sure to share the podcast with your own contacts. And lastly, we ask each and every one of you to go to the website, agreenwayforward.org. Sign up so you can find out about the next guest. Sign up so you can find additional podcasts as they come forward. We want to thank you. Keep on keeping on. Peace. A Greenway Forward is produced by David Cobb and Michael O'Neill. Go to agreenwayforward.org for links to our podcast feed and iTunes subscription, plus more ways to listen. Our live stream is graciously hosted by the official Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The music for this episode is Keep Sit Real by Player 2, available under a Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archive.